Previously on the Reroll Gaming Podcast. A dangerous predator interrupts the party's already tenuous slumber. Is it too much to ask for one bloody good night's sleep? Catching the party unprepared. I'm also not excited about this not sleeping in armor situation. Drops my AC but, by like eight. But they endure. With help from some crazy high dice rolls. Rolls a 29 for that hit. And that bad boy is going to take uh, 31 piercing damage. And cruel and foreboding status effects. Uh, Star will get resistance and it will become enfeebled too. So resistance nine. To blatant disrespect, I would say. Uh, (laughs) Flint is like probably, I mean, he is totally just butt naked. He sleeps in the nude, so returns the gaze and is just like, (laughs) you like what you see. They can't even let my final lonely basilisk retreat to die of starvation and sadness after watching his best friends and perhaps siblings die a horrible death. Got an attack of opportunity. That is a 32. Guess I'll have to throw something else better and stronger at this horrific pack of murderers. Something they won't see is camp meat delivery, but don't worry. Plenty of things lie in wait. Very excited to meet our party on their journey through the Kravnox under the shattered sky. Um, I, I was um, just stupid things that were making me laugh earlier today, too. I realized me and my buddy found out you can buy like a civilian version of a flashbang just on the Internet. Nah, I was thinking, how funny, how, how funny would it dark be? Web. Just the image. <laughs> no, not even the dark web. You can just buy these like over the regular web. Love that. Um. But just there, yeah, we're talking about it. Would it be such a funny prank if you just ran up to your buddy, always like stopped at a red light, and just fucking flashbang, just throw a flashbang into his truck, <laughs> just like fucking completely disable destroy their hearing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's like the same energy as the Zoolander. Yeah, the like, gasoline flashbang. So gasoline everywhere. Just, uh, flashbang. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> so ah, my eyes. for the rest of your life. <laughs> my eye. I think that scene in Zoolander is the first like evidence of me completely memorizing a song word for word beat for beat <laughs> as a joke like putting in all that time just to be like oh yeah i could sing the wham song from zoolander perfectly <laughs> and once you get there it's like that's not really that funny that's yeah just... it's like did you land that joke somehow <laughs> right i think you're yeah, just a big like... wham fan Assuming that it is funny, at least at the beginning, where's the like, where's the threshold where it like stops being funny? And <laughs> about a, now you're just about two minutes, wham. 15, they get uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that far in. Yeah. Mm. It's you, a lot of wham. Actually, I have a question for you guys. Are you mm. guys, uh, have you guys ever done karaoke? Yeah. Yes. Next question. Um, bit. Uh, yes. <laughs> at Isaac's party that one time I was there with you guys. Oh, shit. Well, that doesn't. Isaac's. I don't think Manny Isaac's party counts. Tried to put the microphone in my nose. That's <laughs> that not bad, like actually. Yeah. All no. things considered. Yeah, I think he actually he probably did hit me in the head with it a couple of times. But is that the party where good. he like <laughs> fell asleep like on the wall? Because <laughs> it's just possibly. I remember it was like you, me, and Tanner. I don't know. Oh, there's some other things I'm not going to say on there. On, on there so. Yeah, it's like, I was just thinking, <laughs> this is all just a plot for Zane to catch us saying something really embarrassing on recording. I don't have to work that hard to do that. No. 
In fact, we have roughly 77 hours of content that continuously <laughs> reflects that. And also, Icebreaker, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? I'm just um, kidding. I don't actually the, know. Having to speak to people at work every single day. I've got, mm. it, You know, it's, does secondhand embarrassment count? Because I've had old people come in with like a 20-year-old radio, or not even, it's not a radio, it's like a... I literally don't even know what it is because it's that fucking old. And they're like, can you guys work on this? <laughs> no. I need you to clean the heads on my well, fucking Well, Bose just gave player. me a new one last time for $200. No, Bestie, they sold you a new one. <laughs> no, they gave it to me for $200. <laughs> yeah, it was only $200. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a CD player or something. I don't know. I'm trying to... I've been embarrassed so often. I know. Life. It's like, I'm sure I have something where I've been embarrassed, but that's just... I always feel that way. Yeah, probably. I literally overthink everything, so I, I have embarrassed all the time. One, I guess. It was when I was new working at Geek Squad, and I like was trying to talk to one of the repair guys, and they were both really intimidating because they were younger and they were just fucking mean. Like they're mean as fuck until I got to know them. And um, I was talking, and I accidentally made like a <laughs> sound with my mouth, and he, the guy, was turned around. And I was like, "That was my mouth, I swear." <laughs> <laughs> so i'll never live that one down it's pretty cool never mention it again but you know actually on that note when i was a uh, cashier i was ringing up some younger russian mom's groceries in this like long line of organic groceries and she was not paying like any attention to me she was talking on her phone and i was just ringing it up first thing in the morning and i was like i have to fart and i was like i'm just gonna let it out she's not gonna hear me i'm ringing things and the second i go to fart she hangs up the phone and the entire store shared a moment of silence and you just heard like <laughs> and we just stared at each other for a moment before bat. you heard just like boop, boop. <laughs> Really she had so many more groceries to go to. It was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, I mean, I the one that comes to mind immediately, just because it was one of those moments where you do something dumb and you immediately feel your whole face just like like searing, burning, <laughs> hot agony. Um, uh, but like I insisted to my buddy for like ten straight minutes that I wasn't gonna crash his scooter, and then I crashed his scooter about ten minutes later. Uh, I remember. Yeah, I don't know if you were there for that. That was that Northwest stage. I wasn't there for that. That was, Dude, that was one of the few things that ever happened there. You got like serious road rash too. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't nearly as bad as all the road rash that like Raph would have when he fucking showed up at our house those couple times. Sure, his but he rode his a motorcycle. You were on right. a back street on a scooter. <laughs> well, what I know, yeah, what I learned there is like, you know, the term meat crayon is like very applicable because like it, you don't have to be going very fast to lose a lot of skin when yeah. you go down on the road. Oh, yeah. 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 It hits a lot harder than people think. Yeah. 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 Fucking dress for the slide, not the ride, people. It's, it's important. Meat crayon. Also, don't don't uh, don't drive like at a 15 degree angle across train tracks with a motorcycle because that also doesn't work as i learned you want you want to hit that bitch at a 90 90 yeah. miles per hour yeah you want to hit <laughs> 90, 90 miles per hour especially jump. when it's wet <laughs> yeah. uh standing in as our lawyer because our lawyer is clearly uh not <laughs> not in his right state of mind here don't do that we, shit we don't actually know where our lawyer is i think he's yeah. i think he's in prison Ah, uh, yeah 
He's learning the law from the inside out. Right. Yeah. He's playing the inside game. Yeah. Uh, I fell asleep on a sidewalk once. <laughs> like laying then, down? Yeah, and then I woke up to some like Tacoma commercial area security. You know those security guys that ride around on bikes? Oh, those kind of yeah, patrol yeah. downtown? Yeah. Woke up to a couple of them standing over me. You know, like, oh, what did I do? You need to tell them to leave? And I was like, what? And <laughs> Yeah, I just I had worked like twenty eight hours in a row, hard labor, the like all hard labor, and uh, I had like an hour to just kill while the show was going, and then so you just died on the sidewalk for an hour, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. But yeah. I I think they thought I was a hobo, and I think that some other people thought I was a hobo too, because there were a lot of people like looking at me when these guys walked up. Like, hey, you can't exist here. How dare you? I like the yeah. idea that they're like, should we, should we tell them to wake up? And you like wake up and you're like, fuck you, I have a house. And you get up and <laughs> like, oh, sorry, by all means, sir, please yeah, continue on, sleeping God. on the sidewalk. <laughs> sorry to have bothered you. I'm a fucking millionaire. Uh, can I see your deed? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, he's going for his pocket. <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, push you? I don't even think they carry yeah, pepper spray. I don't think they can do that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even think they could touch you. Like, they have to run. <laughs> it's the only thing that they can do. That's why they have bikes. Well, that's now that we're all exercise. now that we're all nice and embarrassed. Let's <laughs> jump back into our fantasy story. I'm not embarrassed. I crashed that scooter again. It was fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I went back the next day and did it again. And then he sold it to somebody, and then his that person's brother stole it and like crashed it on the freeway or something. I can't remember what the outcome was, but it's all it all went according bike. to plan. <laughs> okay, take it away, Tanner. <laughs> Thank you, Latar. Did you have an embarrassing moment? Uh, nothing that's as funny. I mean, I definitely had times where like I thought that I was in a place where no one was around and let a fart loose, and then someone walked around the corner right then, and it's like, oh, they could probably smell that great. <laughs> That's such a cornerstone of like the human experience. Yeah. yeah. Or I know there was one time when I was at work and my skirt got caught in my underwear and I didn't notice it and was walking down the floor until Kim pointed it out to me. Very. That's embarrassing. Fuck yeah. literally everybody who saw you and did yeah, not Yeah, seriously. I, no will, I want to yeah. personally go back and beat the shit yeah. out of them. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I, ha- I just... Uh... So you gotta keep those farts, those farts rolling and I just wash the skirt back up. Well, actually... <laughs> If this is evidence of anything, it's that you should be farting in public more because you could have just farted yeah. that skirt right out. <laughs> it's anyway, not that I don't have embarrassing let's... modes. I just have too many. I can't figure out which one to even say. So we're good on that. <laughs> It'd be really funny if you threw an off-speed pitch and just told a really serious sad one. I mean, I almost <laughs> did. So Are you I'm eating a chip? Are you eating while you're talking and recording a podcast? No. Not only that, you're eating rice. I wanted to have an embarrassing moment right now. Ayla, I don't want to switch to push to talk. Please don't give okay. Tanner any more ammunition to tell for that. Okay, okay. I'm going to. That's my embarrassing moment. Just uh, turn your camera off every time. So he yeah. doesn't know. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with my camera. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> the crunch was so loud it came through crisp. The like it's noise suppression. Super crispy. Yeah, I'm sure it was crispy. It's a rice snack. <laughs> it's actually a chip. Oh my chip. god. So it's not as quite as loud. Don't worry. Okay, now I'm gonna open this other drink. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Shut up. 
Okay, jumping in. We're gonna open this week with a bit of a scene. The sound of horseshoes clanking on cobblestone provides a stable undertone to this muffled chaos outside the carriage. A young elf with dark hair and black eyes sits behind weaved windows ornately crafted to conceal its passengers. She watches the city as it passes. Uneven planks hastily thrown over broken windows, regiments of armed soldiers marching swiftly, and semi-scorched buildings of various severities stand as a testament to the carnage that has gripped this place. Welcome to Blackreach, darling. What do you think? It looks... Like everyone's scared. Do they need help? People in this city always need help. If you stop to help every one of them, you're just wasting your time. Helping's never a waste of time. Helping is usually a waste of time, darling. The carriage takes a sharp turn, detoured around a giant tar-soaked pyre. Looking closely, you see several of these corpses barely moving. A figure, draped in a stained gray apron and a long plague mask, opens his palms and blankets the pyramid in flames, protected by a perimeter of Blackreach soldiers. The world has changed, darling, as has your place in it. I brought you here to show you what has become of this once fine city. I understand your natural wanderlust that drove you from me in the first place, and I know your training has been hard since you returned. So here we are, the great capital of the Empire, reduced to chaos. Hold! The captain of Father's personal entourage yells from the front of the carriage. His face that is hardly more than a burly white mustache speaks through the window. Sorry for the delay, my lord. There seems to be a dispute ahead. You cannot see from where you are seated in this carriage, but you can hear shouting and screams up ahead. Uh, is this carriage enclosed? It is top enclosed, yes. It has a door uh, right next to where you are. Is father getting out? He doesn't seem to move or even really notice. Seems mildly inconvenienced. Does it seem like I could get a better look somehow with trying to sneak a look? Uh, yeah. Give, give me a perception check. 27. Okay. Yeah, you're able to kind of put your head on this weaved window that has little holes so you can kind of see out of it, almost like a one-way, and you use a little bit of force to push it, and you can actually see pretty clearly the scene ahead. Peasants and urchins block the road, scrambling to gather spilled fruit leaking from an overturned cart in the plaza. An infuriated man, fat and dressed like an overcompensating merchant, 
bludgeons a young blonde half-elf wearing a slave collar and tattered linen clothing. The abuser is lost in a haze of hatred and fury, unlikely to stop even as the entire crowd watches silently. Uh, Shadow's gonna kinda whisper to herself and uh, say, No, he's hurting her. Kill him, make him stop. And she's going to cast Phantasmal Killer. The fat man suddenly stops his rampage. He drops his blackjack and looks into the air with absolute horror. His face grows pale and he falls to his knees, pleading for his life from some unknown terror. Tears stream down his face before he suddenly grabs at his head in agony. A burst of blood spits from his mouth and nose. He lets out a horrifying gasp before his body crumples like a dead spider, his face twisted in a frozen look of fear. You look over at Father, and he is glaring at you. You should not have done that, child. You are lucky I'm in a good mood, or I'd send you straight to your punishment room. He pauses for a moment. However, I would be lying if I didn't admit that was impressive. He looks at the gathering crowd around the fresh corpse as another robed figure in a plague mask approaches, producing a flame in his hand. You likely haven't changed a thing, darling. That half-elf will go right back to auction, and his life may not be much kinder. I think we've had enough for one day. And he slaps the side of the carriage, and it pulls forward. Shadow just kind of cowers back into her corner a little bit. and But at least there's a chance. You're not sure if Father heard you? and is ignoring you, or simply didn't hear, but he says nothing. It is late when you return to the manor, or at least it feels that way in this perpetual darkness. Rest up, darling. We return to your studies tomorrow. You walk up to your quarters and find your way to bed. Your eyes feel heavy as the long day wears on you. Eventually, you slip into a dream of darkness. You and Killam are alone here. No sound or sight around you. Until a faint glow shines through the dark sky. A full moon with a strange silhouette in the center of it. It almost looks like an uneven scale tipped too heavily to one side. Suddenly, there are footsteps behind you and you spin around to see Bo. Bo? Is that you? Bo! Shadow, this is not a dream. We miss you terribly. Not a moment has passed that we have not thought about freeing you from the Inquisitor's grasp. We will not stop looking for you. Look out for the signs of communication from us, and we will continue to try to reach you. If you can, let us know you heard us. We are headed north through the Kravnok Mountains in hopes of finding a lead. This is not a dream. This is really us. Hang tight, Shadow. The hate spite is ready, and we will find you. 
Bo! You, you, you gotta wait, Bo! Bo? The message just repeats. Shadow, this is not a dream. And we fade away. And back. To Bo. In the Kravnok Mountains. Bo, you have just received a sort of magical ping that your dream has been received. And the rest of you are sitting in the cold, barely clothed, amongst two corpses of adult basilisks. What are you Very doing? Nice job, everybody, on that. That was cool. It doesn't have to repeat either. I mean, it, it is not how the spell I thought that works, was awesome. but I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> what do we work for Paizo? <laughs> do we? Please? Could we, Paizo. I mean, we could. What's up? <laughs> Would a George Washington change your mind? <laughs> yeah, Flint has kind of sauntered over to the fire, and he's just kind of like warming his backside on it. Still pantsless. Only wearing a shirt. Bo will get up and kind of walk toward the fire um, and just say out loud like but kind of thinking to himself just say shadow shadow's still here that's good yeah Flint like side eyes Bo a little bit and says uh, you know something we don't holy man I sent a dream message so that she would receive a message in her dream and I think she just got it so that's good right <laughs> nope. No. Nope. <laughs> it's terrible. If anybody else wanted to chime in, because you're saying that's everybody, mm-hmm. right? I think Star kind of after, you know, having this stressful sort of battle, um, she's feeling pretty hurt. So she kind of saunters over to the fire and tosses down her uh, dagger and her bow into the snow around there, and uh, she's trying to patch herself up a little bit. And she's like. Well, I suppose that's one good thing for this horrible fucking night. Karen will move uh, to help you patch your wounds. Are we close enough to morning where we're kind of awake now, or do we need to go back to sleep? You'll need to go back to sleep to finish your rest. Yeah, that's okay. just first watch, I think. Star will try to take some of the... Um, she's going to try to essentially skin some of these animals. Give me a survival or crafting roll. I think that last time I rolled a... I don't remember what type of check, but I know I rolled really well, and I got... I think I rolled, like, a natural 20. Yeah, you you rolled a really good nature check, I believe, um, which you found out how to counteract the basilisks. I just wondered Um, if that would go into knowing any, like, unique parts of them or anything like that, or if it would separate roll or something. Uh... I mean, you would know basilisk eyes are used in alchemy, um, and their hide could potentially be used into some sort of armor or sold. It's probably pretty rare. Is it? This is pretty common. What about their wallet? Uh, their wallet says "bad motherfucker" on it. It's a Pulp Fiction reference. They're pretty cool. <laughs> it's kind of Florida. Does the other ID one's wallet say it? "pussy wagon"? Yes, uh, <laughs> I will give. <laughs> Uh, star a plus two bonus from your knowledge. Okay. Sweet. Uh, so that's going to be a 21 in total. Okay, so Star, I think you can 
get out the eyes, but you find the hide of this creature is, and especially in this cold climate and how they've adapted to it, is particularly difficult to get off. You get the sense it would take you probably a day that you just don't have, and it wouldn't be worth it. Okay. Just push the whole creature into Grog's bag. <laughs> yeah. Mm, Grog's bag. Let me retake that. We got to cut that one. <laughs> hey, uh, I just... <laughs> I just got a letter from Critical Role. <laughs> and desist. What does that mean? I, I honestly, I didn't go spell. anywhere past eighth grade, so it's a spell. You didn't get you didn't get you didn't get to ninth grade and get your first cease and desist. Oh, no. <laughs> it means seize the day. Yeah, carpe diem, I believe. <laughs> uh, we could push the whole creature into Groth's bag. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not allowing you guys to lug around two basilisk corpses. <laughs> We're not going yeah. to. Yeah, uh, I think we should shove as much snow as we can in there. And Bo, I would yeah. like you to bless it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many cubic feet of snow can we fit into a bag of holding? You're going to have to find out, and you'll find out the moment it rips. Yeah, next time <laughs> on the Reroll Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> on a, yeah, on that note, what happens if we rip a bag of holding? Do we go to the mm. like? arcane realm or whatever you we get lose everything out of i think we just add <laughs> to all of this uh craziness because there's already a bunch of random realms all fucked up in here so yeah let's just um, start ripping dimensions fuck it yeah. i think <laughs> i think god is going to punish me if we put him in here so i'll carry him on my shoulders <laughs> make a nice, way. uh shoulder straps for you carry him on my shoulders. once once flint's ass is toasty enough he's going back to bed um, I imagine that we spend the time to heal up our wounds. I don't know if you want us to calculate how much time no, that is. No, but... it's fine. You guys will have the time, especially with your lay on hands every 10 minutes. You're you're good. Also, I don't really... I don't know where to add this to. Oh, just do it manually in your head. Just whatever you roll, give yourself a In plus. gear, though, or... Oh, I see what you're saying, the, the basilisk guys. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it, there's main inventory. I can yeah, just add gear to that. Yeah. Okay, sure. gotcha. That sounds fine. So, safe to assume you all go to rest for the night, heal up. Yep. Lick your wounds. And. Uh, so yeah, I guess Star will finish out her. Her watch. Part and wake whoever up is next, unless I'm the last one in rotation. You were the first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we go, like, I can't remember what you guys decided, but Star and Flint. I think it was Bo and me Flint next. Was last. Flint yeah. was last. Okay, so, Bo, you go through your watch. It's cold. And I was up with Bo, if that matters. But Bo, you and Kieran go through your watch. It's cold, but things go go fine. I think you actually probably are jumpy, especially after that first basilisk attack, just kind of looking out into this thick darkness. Kieran will sit down next to Bo near the fire, I'm assuming. And uh, just be like, you seemed excited about. Wow, wrong voice. <laughs> uh, Why do you, you seemed sound excited like by the. Sh- <laughs> what did you do? No, shadow? Like, shadow? <laughs> <laughs> you seem excited to hear, well, I guess magically hear about the shadow. Uh, and you know, you all seem very worried about her, but I haven't heard much. You want to tell me about her? I mean, she's kind of 
interesting. I don't know if you picked it up from what we were talking about. We didn't talk about it much, but she's actually a little girl. And spirited and funny and dark. Explain to me how much you love her. <laughs> I love her so much. What's her height exactly. and Wait. which ways? Make a, make a list of top ten reasons why you love Shadow. And then make me a list of top ten reasons why you're all hanging out with a kid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if you could speak directly into this microphone, too, that would be, uh, be ideal. Why don't you take a seat? Uh, just lean a little bit closer into my chest here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway. <laughs> I could see why you would be so protective of her then. I mean, hearing back from her, I already knew she could protect herself, but I'm just really glad to hear, to know that she's okay. We just don't know what's going on right now. Well, it does give us hope, at least. One thing going well. I think you'd like her. I'm sure I would. Actually, I'd hate her. Or probably kill her. There can only sure. be one. <laughs> Allie, I will Absorb never meet her. her. <laughs> meet her heart. Okay. <clears throat> Karen will kind of leave it at that unless Bo has anything he wants to add. Probably not. It's like putting a long fight and um, he's probably kind of like dazed just knowing that he had received any kind of indication or here, you know, any, yeah, really any indication that she's okay. So he's probably just kind of like... In, lost in thought and doesn't I mean it would be hard to explain this whole thing okay so the rest of your watch goes peacefully Flint you're up next and maybe a little cold little grumpy because you got woken up in the middle of the night but your watch goes smoothly and once the sun comes up Flint's just gonna stand up on his perch and just start yelling All right, hey, rise and shine time to get moving which never happens because the sun doesn't rise anymore when, the, when about the time also when he thinks Flint the sun's died. rising, he's like, "The sun's probably risen now." He's gonna be like, "Oh God, where's the sun? What happened? Why do you, why do you forget every morning? Is it, is it name, date, episode, or, or episode of the date name? Uh, that's a good one. I it's like all mixed that. around. Inside jokes." It's super good. That's a little, edit, that's a little editing Gotta joke love for you. There, guys, yeah. <laughs> this is the future Tanner. Stay sexy. <laughs> All right, and you guys eventually rise with the faint twilight that shifts this ward of darkness to a dim, dreary place. The snow has actually let up a little bit today. Only a light sprinkle. Seems almost like a blessing. What are you guys doing? Oh, everybody marked down a ration for today as well. Oh. Wait, uh, I but I caught a bird. Was that not enough? One bird between five of That's you. That's probably her bird. Is a giant. Probably like less than a fourth of a Groth's meals. <laughs> You're going to share one of those little Costco chickens with... <laughs> Costco chickens aren't that. But know. maybe one less chicken. ration because we. I think I added that? rations to your thing. Aren't we doing a for the bank? I think we. Deal? I think we did a group I, ration. Yeah, the group group do, I also should have had like a couple rations in my bag. I don't know what happened. I want to say we had. No, we put them all in the bank. All the yeah, rations I said are you in all our group. Started with two, and then you had nineteen at the start of the journey, 
you ate when you left the temple, so... And you got two from the bird, so you should have been at 21. So, okay, so five you should have been at 21, then, right? and then down five. Who's going to keep track? Because... Zane's got I the bank, the, right? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I can do it. So wait, so how five. many am I subtracting though? Because we should have two personal five. ones. Or are we banking all those too? Those I were all think in the we bank. Just banked everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mine. I don't know if you added the two from the bird that he's giving us though. You did not. So you should be at twenty-one. I edited this episode today, so you should be at twenty-one minus five. Well, how many is that? Sixteen. God damn it. Okay, good. We're at 16. <laughs> 29. Once, once the number, once there starts to be two numbers at the same time, like, gets it's, to be a lot. it's all gone. What? I didn't go to elementary school, so. Yeah. You play a numbers game. Yeah, I know. It's like, do we need to start checking their, their <laughs> yeah, it rolls they for me automatically. You fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, two. Is that good? <laughs> There's a zero and a one. Natural <laughs> one. But, like, not in that order. They're, like, flipped. And then there's another zero after it. One. Uh, should I just assume that there's a zero after the seven, or... Tanner, how many ones is 17? <laughs> Roughly. Good question, Jenny. <laughs> Alright, what the fuck are you guys doing? You guys want to continue through the Onward. giant spires? I mean, yeah, like pack it up. start on our out. chicken strip, okay. if we have those available. Who is going to roll a... I, I believe you guys were following the um, goblin, or uh, not goblin, the orc tracks. Yeah. 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 So every day they're getting a little tougher to find. Who's going to roll the survival check to try to track and follow? I can. I okay. I am trained in survival. Okay. Yeah. 30. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Very good. <clears throat> Natural 30. That. Okay. Again. <laughs> On the dice. <laughs> Going back to the you guys can't count thing. <laughs> I will continue to try to hunt while we're moving. Okay. Anybody else want to do anything? Scout ahead. Sneak. Went scouting. Scout? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Grouse just going to. Bless you. Ow. Good night. Thank you. Grouse is going to be big and loud and uh draw attention toward the back of the group yeah you're like the um you're you got the the pots and the pans you're like the bear uh <laughs> noisemaker person yeah exactly when you're hiking there's probably a better term for that but <laughs> i think that's actually going to be one of the new classes in the next <laughs> bear, bear noise hiker. person bear <laughs> noise person <laughs> walking down the road clanking like hey kiara do you see any birds or bears. I saw one over there, but then he ran away when he saw me. Every time I see him, they're already running. I don't know why that is. <laughs> God, you suck at hunting. <laughs> Can I argue that using my stealth to hunt is a thing because I'm sneaking up on him? No. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I quit. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> you can use your okay. stealth to remain hidden in case combat does break out. Case combat between me and the little field mice that I see happens. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and just be a sneaky little snake. Okay. Um, with Flint's cursory knowledge of this pass or whatever, 
is there or has there been in the past like any kind of um like way station or like zone of respite like a place we could actually like buy more supplies or anything there used to be a inn at the next sort of level of the mountains in the southern peaks once you actually get in there used to be but that was a long time ago I'm just making sure that we're asking the question of like at right now, do we have enough rations to get through the crab knocks or are we going to need to like really start leaning into like alternate sources of food? Um, yeah, that's a good question. And really quick, I was thinking about this and I'm not sure as far as hunting, if we are doing this correct as I think and correct me if I'm wrong, hunting should probably, I mean, I guess you could say you're waking up early before the journey and going hunting, but you probably don't hunt at the pace your group travels. It should probably be like when you get to camp or before you leave. No, that that makes sense. We could say before you, you leave. That's totally fine. Like Kieran is up a little early hunting. Yeah, and if Kieran's hunting, like we could definitely be like packing up her stuff too, like if she's out there doing that. Yeah, well, it is interesting because it does say if you are trying to subsist in an area that you've had less than eight hours of exploration, you take a negative five penalty. Hmm. I mean... Well, you, I would argue you've had eight hours of exploration in this area. Tra- depends on what you count your... as exploration, traveling or not. Yeah, well, or Flint and Grob the same area. too. And, uh... Actually, Flint, I have a uh, uh, plus 12 to survival. I'm trained in it, so I think I'd be able to at least point you towards the areas that I know that there should be some wildlife. Yeah, I, it's fine. Go ahead and give me a survival check, Kieran. So don't do the minus five? Don't do the minus five. No, do a plus five. It's fine. And I mean, I mean if I, that's... I have, if... A, I have a plus 11, but that was a shit roll, so 14. <laughs> 14. Unfortunately, I think you just stumble upon some, maybe some rabbit corpses that have been mostly eviscerated. You find an old tire. You do actually find a crumbled statue of some, what used to be a person. All that really remains is the incredibly finely detailed feet, but you know this was probably the victim of a basilisk. Oh, Mm. interesting. They turn their prey to stone and then eat them. That doesn't sound very, like, appetizing. Have you tried it? I mean, it's probably a good, like, sack of meat. You're just going to, like, freeze it into stone first. Oh, yeah, candy. I've definitely microwaved a uh, one of those pizzas for way too long and still ate it. <laughs> so it's it's good. Yeah, that's pretty much... Well, that's, that's more thing. like I'm going to cook this pizza and then put it in the freezer and wait for it to freeze and then eat it. Yeah, I've also done that. Yeah, pizza simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, duh, yeah. idiot. It's a Texas delight down here. Dole L give their dead to like the driders or something, right? What do they do with their dead? I'd have to cook them and then freeze them. I I think, yeah, I think they just either fuck with their corpses or feed them to spiders. Okay. Once you're dead, you're dead. She will pull on her knowledge of the outside world and dig a little hole and put it in it. <laughs> the feet. Nice. The feet. <laughs> it turns to a skeleton rabbit and attacks you. I should have done that. I should have planned that as an encounter. Damn it. All right. 
All right. So, Bo, you gave me a survival check. Uh, Flint, why don't you give me a perception check? Hockey dokey. God. 20. Okay. Blessed. Uh, Bo, give me a D4. No, just tell me the number. It's the one with the four. No, you tell me the number. No, you uh, tell me. We do, oh, we're going back to this guy. I can't count. Oh, it's it's popcorn. It's <laughs> popcorn's on number, sorry. Dan, are you smelling popcorn? You having a, jo- uh, having a joke? You having I'm a joke? joke? <laughs> I'm joking out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody, we should take this moment to tell everybody, you should really, like, familiar, familiarize yourself and learn the signs of a joke. Yeah. That way you can identify <laughs> it quickly when it happens. If you guys remember, Wait, there's signs? Matter. If you guys remember, Brendan had a heat joke on a scissor list. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I never get the jokes until later. Miss all the signs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be a L-A-M-E. Beep. Identify a laugh. Uh, a- a- achieve the laugh. <laughs> Mingle with people and... Um, what the hell is going on like, here? Yeah, I think this is Brendan's embarrassing I, moment. He's, <laughs> having a, I, he's having a joke stroke. Okay, actual actual PSA. Have you have you ever heard the like FAST stroke? Yes. I know how to spell fast. Yeah, if you're having a stroke, yeah. run as fast as you possibly can. I was going to say that I'm making a joke about under, about knowing and identifying the signs of a stroke, and Brennan's like the only one that actually knows how to do that. <laughs> we're all like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Is this Face all a stroke to you, Brennan? Hey, did you roll a D4 yeah. yet? Yeah, I said someone. <laughs> okay, cool. We're getting off track a lot this up. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Flint, I think you might be the first one to kind of notice this from a distance, but pretty quickly you guys come across this scene where following through this line of spires, you uh, you see this battlefield littered with corpses 100 feet away. Pretty easy to avoid this scene at this point if you want, or you can get closer to investigate. Flint seeing this will kind of give a little previously discussed coded bird whistle back to the group to let them know that there's something up ahead. Kaka! Ka! I was hoping it'd be like a, ro- a rooster <laughs> Somebody's like, is that a fucking dwarf? I think he's having a choke up there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right as Kiaran is going to like get us like a deer or something and you do that shit. Top. <laughs> 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 We used to we used to do that at work when we'd see a customer, we'd make a bird noise, but we'd do it. Ri- we'd be like, Ca-ca! <laughs> really abruptly. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! Uh, so what was that okay. supposed to be telling us? Okay. Yes, that was. I actually did that in all seriousness. Yes, um, was the so predetermined sign just to a, get just us to the, come forward or to wait? Yeah, like approach, approach. You know, come up to my position cautiously, roughly. There, it just means that there's there's potential danger ahead. Can start. It's like... about as complicated as I feel like one bird whistle can get. Uh, follow the expert with being sneaky or something, or no? Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to do follow the expert to sneak your way up, well. You could definitely do that. I'll say you're at this point, you're a hundred feet back, so you've got some space on you. But it is, or are you trying to sneak closer? I'm sorry. 
Oh, I guess. I would well, actually yeah. um argue Flint might motion to Star like that you should take Overwatch and then I'll like kind of lead the group up to investigate closer. Because you oh, have a bow. Okay. Flint, yeah, I got Flint you. doesn't. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Well, Flint does have a bow, but a different kind of bow. Mm-hmm. I have the bow, so, the Cantrell bow. Yeah, I've got so the short Star is staying behind, and the rest of us are going for the it. Power? I was thinking power. if there was like a perch or something that Star could get up to, like kind of. I mean, I think maybe. Star will stay pretty close, probably like maybe within. Uh, yeah. Say like within sixty feet, so that way, like I do have to run to get there, but not like it's gonna take me my entire fucking life to get to turns, you guys. Yeah. yeah. yeah gotcha. Kieran just wants to look first. Is anything moving? Uh, give me a perception. Yeah, it's Flint. Check. He's running really fast <laughs> in that direction. I think there's a door up here. And Groth is right behind him. Continuing to make various bird calls while he's sprinting <laughs> through the middle of this field. 28. <laughs> Do you see that dwarf running through that field? There's no time. Do you hear all those birds? <laughs> Do you see that bird running through the field down there? <laughs> it, it looks like, like a dwarf. A dwarf. <laughs> 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 I like have a really good disguise, but like horrible stealth. It's great. <laughs> With a 28, you do not see anything moving save for a couple birds picking apart the corpses. Ah, those are what were making the noise. <laughs> it's all coming together. Yeah, the corpses. <laughs> all the pieces are starting to fit together. Um, Yeah, I mean, Flynn wants to move up. All right. Everybody move up. Karen will follow as quietly as she can, Flint. Okay. Do we Which want isn't to very later? quiet. <laughs> Follow the expert, whatever it's called. Follow the expert. I don't actually know how that works. I don't think Flint's done it yet. I believe it's mostly like everyone. Well, I don't. I don't know how the. Essentially, you give everyone a bonus to their. Uh, Which like you have to have a feet, up... right? No. Well, you don't have to have There's a feet, f- but Flint has a feet that helps here. Do I actually have that? I definitely. I think do. we talked about it, but hold on a second. Let me find out. I don't think I actually took that. I think I was thinking of taking that, but then I didn't. I mean, I definitely do. And I mean, if, if there's not any danger that we're seeing right here, Star would join the party again. So, um. okay. Okay. So follow the expert. will give you a, we'll give everybody rolling a bonus. So if you're expert, it gives them a plus two, plus three for master, plus four for legendary. And you don't have to have it as a feat. You don't have to have it as a feat. No. There's one, yeah, there's the feat that basically makes it so you just have the person with the lowest modifier roll once, and then that's it, which I think is kind of a dumb feat, to be honest. There's probably some mathematical reason why it makes more sense to do it that way, but I don't like it. Yeah, the more so, rolling, yeah, the everybody better. Everybody gets a plus two. Who's following wait, Flint? Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, Holding. Oh, following the other... Thanks to your ally's assistant, you can add your level as a proficiency bonus to the associated Oh, instead check. of... Which is still great, because I have a zero. My level, so seven? Yeah, but you would do that instead of your... Or no, I guess it's add it to the associated skill check. Interesting, because that's way better than a plus two. You have yeah, a plus that seems two wrong. Stealth? That does seem no, wrong. No, no, then gave me a plus two, which was what he was assuming. Are you sure it's not instead of? I think of? it's... I think it, there's like... It was something like... um you roll for the whole party and get the plus two or everyone else gets to roll their own and gets to add your level to it. I'm pretty sure that's it's what it was. It's definitely not you roll for the whole party because I remember that's what confused us about uh, uh, Zane's feet. 
because with Zane's feet, yeah, really when he had it, it was uh, that only the person with the lowest had to roll it. Maybe, oh, I was thinking of Scout's Warning, not Follow the Leader, but um, for mine, anyway. Yeah. I'm sorry, are there too many feats for you guys in Pathfinder? <laughs> Is this difficult for you? There's like two of them. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is your level or your bonus. So you, you can add your level in in place of your stealth bonus. Okay. I will add my level. Add your own level? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. It's very helpful for me who has a plus zero stealth. Yeah. Okay. So who's stealthing? I think we all are. Everybody give it. Um. Groth is actually going to grab Flint. It's going to be like, give me about 45 seconds. When you hear me come in, you guys move in. Move in quiet. I'll go in loud from a different angle. Aye. He nods. Groth's going to make a, uh, maybe like a hundred yard semicircle around this scene. And then like kind of just rumble in through the bushes from the other direction. Groth is serving as a distraction. I don't know if yes. you saw that, Tanner. Yeah, so he's coming in from the other direction towards the battlefield? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you have... Or just another direction. I don't know how big this thing is. It's it's moderately big. It's probably, you know, several hundred feet or whatever. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go, like... I'll go halfway around that in about a minute. Not that this will help that much, but it does say additionally you gain a circumstance bonus to your skill check based on your ally's proficiency. So plus two for expert, three for master, four for legendary. So I think it'd be our level plus two. Okay. Okay. Great. Cool. Um, to clarify, uh, Flint's going to try to be about like, you know. 10 to 15 seconds behind Groth, so about two to three rounds if he steps out and immediately goes into combat. Okay. It's like two rounds. I don't know how you want to measure that. I just want to be clear about, like, you know, we're not, like, hundreds of feet away. Cool. So Groth is charging forward. Everybody else is stealthing. I got stealth check from Kiaren. Who else? God. I didn't give it to you. Oh, I thought you did. No. I don't I have 12. a self-check from anybody. You had, after all that time, you got a 12? Yeah, I still rolled a 3. Okay. I rolled a 1. Looks good. <laughs> good job. Yeah. I I want to go back and tally up all the rolls I've made over the past, like, three or four episodes, because they have just been god-awful. You can definitely do that by listening to the podcast that we Tally produce. them up and print them out on a 4 by 8 foot poster board and mail it directly to my house. <laughs> so I have to look at it every yep. day. 100%. Put it on a billboard. Okay. <laughs> Star? 23. <laughs> Bo, did you roll? Uh, I don't know if I should even try to stealth. Bo is not good at stealth. I mean, you're getting a plus. Apparently eight. neither is Flint. <laughs> or okay, a plus nine to this roll. Plus nine, yeah. Okay, then that's a 21. Did Bo, what'd you get, Star? 20? 22. 23. 23. Bo, almost, you almost rolled the best out of everybody. Yeah. I don't remember what I actually got. got. So, unfortunately, 
Groth, you do make your way around and proceed into this battlefield, slamming on things, trying to make as much noise as possible. Flint, you... <laughs> are you one of the... Scare- are you one of the people what? doing Follow the Expert, or is that just Star? Who's doing Oh, like... I guess I you... you can, it, there can only really be one. Yeah, right? I guess it yeah, would just be one, so it's just there. Star, you are leading Flint, Kieran, and Bo quietly towards this field of bodies in the shadow of Groth's distraction. However, Flint, as you take a step, this terrain is unfortunately so unfamiliar to you. You step through a thin sheet of ice and a a chasm of cliff beneath you i'm gonna need you to roll a reflex save for me nice can you almost get a reaction but it's been uh, this is actually kind of he is using a reaction to grab a ledge yeah and i think i have something for that too your balancing thing yeah hold on a sec yeah, I can attempt an acrobatics instead of a reflex to grab the edge. However, my reflex is the only skill I'm a master, and so it's actually higher, so that feat is useless. So, uh, Great. Uh, 20, 25. Okay, you catch yourself pretty easily and nimbly, but not without making a very loud thud and cracking the ice more. But you look up, and this field of bodies is still unmoved. In fact, at this point, all the birds just... Yeah. And Kieran makes a bunch of jo- noise jumping for him and grabbing his wrist. <laughs> right, clanking on the ice. <laughs> yeah, Flint just takes a second to collect himself and just says, uh, looks up back to Kieran and says, watch your step. He's kind of shaken visibly, but he'll accept your help pulling him back up. Yeah, I'll pull you up. Um, yeah, and then getting back up, Flint wants to definitely take a look around and see if anything's changed since announcing our presence. Nothing seems to have changed. Okay. In fact, now that you are closer... Flint's also drawing his weapons, too, at this point. Okay. Karen will draw hers as well. Okay. Anybody else drawing weapons? I think Star will just have her bow on her. Actually, yeah, no, I because I can do quick draw, so... I guess Groth will... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Groth will draw a weapon. The bird hunting act is... It's kind of blown. As you get closer to this gruesome scene, you find these bodies are covered in a layer of snow and ice. The sky above you is dark and kind of stormy as the snow gently falls down on this horrible, horrible battlefield. Go ahead and uh, give me a perception check, anybody, if you would like to, or some other associated check if you want to learn more. Karen will do perception. She's looking specifically for any signs that something could be living. Okay. Can I uh, argue occultism to try to see if I find any kind of peculiar markings on them or anything that could be like tomes to be used later or anything like that? Looking for any? Yeah, definitely. I if, have... if whoever killed them uh, marked them in any way. I have also rolled occultism. Okay. Uh, what are you looking for? The same thing or something different? More like 
how they ended up there, I guess. Okay, uh... Why don't you actually give me a medicine check, Bo? Oh, but I already rolled it, and it was good. <laughs> what'd, you get, what'd you get for occultism? 25. Okay. I'll give you something with that. I got a 16. You got a 16, okay. I got a placid 20. Placid 20 perception. What are options, occultism, or... You could do whatever you want. Whatever, if you want to do anything, you could just stand and watch her. Just pick your nose. I pick my wedgie out. Even though I don't wear underwear, so I don't know how about wedgie. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do occultism as well, just to try to figure out what the fuck is going on here, why there's so many bodies and nothing around that appears to have done it. Okay. And Flint, you were trying to judge or age the bodies? Yeah. I uh, got a plus 20. Okay. Kiaren looking around, looking for signs of life. Nothing but death in this field. Flint, you're looking at how old these bodies are maybe a week there is a thick layer of ice and also just exam- examining them closer you see black reach insignia on all of them official breastplates on some of them this was a pretty well armed regiment and you notice they're absolutely decimated uh okay. star flint wants to sorry sorry uh, i just flint just wants to noticing that wants to try to find their their commanding officer's body if it's there okay great Star, you... What'd you get for occultism? 18. 18. Star, you and Groth with your occultism checks. Not entirely sure quite what happened. Groth, you're trying to look for identifying markings on these bodies, but it's so hard to see with the thick layer of ice just obscuring. It's like looking through frosted glass. And Star looking around... This looks, as far as you can tell, like a normal battle scene. Just that one side lost very heavily. In fact, you don't find any corpses that are not human or maybe working in tandem with Flint Black Blackreach uh, soldiers. Bo, you got a twenty-five for occultism. Mm-hmm. With a twenty-five, you notice that these bodies under the ice, many of them are. Not living, but animated. You could see their eyes darting around, but they're frozen in place (laughs) as some of them are watching you. Nice. Just watching. So, to clarify, are all the bodies under the ice? Most of them have been frozen over, yeah. Okay. In fact, you do, however, Flint, after a few moments, find what seems to be a commander, a middle-aged gentleman who has been completely cleaved in two. He is gripping a longsword, a very, very fine longsword that is under about six inches of ice, and his eyes are kind of rolled to the back of his head, and he, he in particular, doesn't seem to be moving. Mostly Flynn was looking to see if he could find, like, any uh, orders or missives or whatever to figure out what these guys were doing specifically. In order to get to the corpse, you it would take a little bit of yeah. time. Or creative activity. Um, right. Uh, yeah, Flint will call for Groth. Come over and take a look. Oi, what you got here? I got, uh, 
Kieran will follow. The body of a uh, Blackreach commanding officer. Could have some good information. He also seems to be holding a pretty nice sword. I kind of gesture down to the long sword. I think you could uh, expedite his removal from this ice. Well, I might have an idea or two. Uh, Grout's going to light up his longsword and just kind of like sink it down into the ice and start cutting sideways. Like, you know, picture a lightsaber cutting through it. It's like metal door kind of thing. That's pretty cool. Qui-Gon. Cut out him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to like (laughs) extract a chunk of ice with the commander in it so that maybe we can just chip him out of it. Pretty cool. Is anybody uh, uh, eyes moving around? That's pretty creepy. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Did you say you pointed out? Yeah, definitely. Is anybody doing anything else during this time? Do we want to risk uh, letting this thing out if it's not quite dead? Is it worth digging out? Well, Groth, why don't you literally and figuratively disarm this man? Again, he is cleaved in half, just so everybody's aware. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and his Kiaran... eyes are still moving? His eyes are not. Oh, okay. Well, it looks like Groth is making good work. Kieran will help out by uh, focusing on her weapon and shifting it into a great maul and then just whacking the eyes. Shift it away. Okay. Flint's watching the surrounding area while this is going on. Okay. Flint, give me a perception check. Maybe I can roll something that's not under six, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. That is a six, so, you know, well, uh, that's, a, that's a flash that's funny. Technically, not that's <laughs> not under a six. <sighs> that's also like when I said, oh, God, please don't roll a one a couple episodes, and I got a two. <laughs> God, God's with me, and it feels good. Unfortunately, with a 20, it's not quite enough to see something. So you're going to have to wait a week and find out what happens. Next time on the Reroll Gaming Podcast. Boom, I, think boom, I've boom, been, boom. I think I've ended the last three episodes bitching about how much I hate <laughs> rolling bad on perception. And this week will be no different. So, you know, be sure to come back and experience more of that next week when I have, like actually start losing my shit. He's going to roll a nat 20 on uh, wiping his ass. Yep. <laughs> nice. Welcome back to the B-Hole Podcast. thank you for listening to the reroll podcast the world of rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental reroll gaming uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by paizo inc used under paizo's community use policy we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content Reroll Gaming is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The Reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zingaring. The Chronicles of Rail theme and Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon or Ko-fi if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. And leave us a review wherever you heard this episode. 
New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.